This week's episode is brought to you by ThatKevinSmithClub.com. That's right, man. If you can't get enough of the sound of my voice, then you could surf on over to ThatKevinSmithClub.com, join up, watch Wake and Bake five days a week, listen to Plus One, so much more. ThatKevinSmithClub.com. What are you waiting for? Join the club. In the basement, now I'm a father like Kevin and Jason. Life is amazing. When it comes to your family, everything really comes down to communication. All in your head about it, boy, don't fret about it. Just let it out. Let's talk it out. Let's talk it out. Let's talk it out. Let's talk it out. Sit down. Let's talk it out. Sit your ass down. Let's talk it out. Hey, boy, you better. Are y'all tuning in right now? Yo. Happy Father's Day. From Jay and Silent Bob, I'm Kevin Smith. Jason Muse. Uh, okay, uh, this, kids, is our second attempt at a podcast. Our first attempt was very successful. It, it was. Jay, <laughs> thank you for co-signing that. It, it was. <laughs> Sounds so weak. You're sitting on the well, I wasn't sure. I don't know if I should say this, Yeah. It, it was, master. I didn't want to cut you off, so I was like, uh, should I talk now? Okay. It's your fucking yeah. show. We're here because of you. I'll, I'll explain to the listener. Yes. Um, we did uh, and have been doing, and we'll continue to do. Jane, Silent Bob, get old um, for twelve years now. Um, now we predominantly do it at comic cons and whatnot. Um, but the premise of that show it was an intervention podcast that was meant to keep Jason clean. Twelve years in, uh, you know, it, everyone always has to watch themselves. But like Jason's on a pretty strong path. We don't need the podcast to constantly check in on his his uh old drug behavior and to be honest like he really ran out of shit to say about the old, bad old days 100 percent. yeah Even like, towards the end i i really i remember being like wait a sec i told all oh, done i told that story yeah oh, there it was kind of getting into reruns even with the sex stories too which i never thought was possible <laughs> i thought we'd run for 30 years i was like, this motherfuckers <laughs> fuck so much but we eventually hit a wall there too where it was like yeah I, one day he was just like i was like what, what what's your sex story he goes uh, me and like Jordan just had sex. I was like, that's the sex story. And he was like, I, I don't have anything. I've told every fucking story I could tell. So Musy the other day was like out of the blue. Uh, you got to realize I live right around the block from Jason. Uh, uh, he, he, well, I guess you'll find out on this podcast that's changing. Um, he's always lived like right nearby, even when we lived together or not lived together, lived near each other in New Jersey in Highlands, the town we grew up in Highlands, New Jersey. He was always like a few blocks away. Uh, and then when him and his wife, Jordan bought a house, uh, they bought a house like in the same neighborhood as I am. I could walk to Jason's house, not break a sweat if I have to and stuff. So. Uh, but that being said, I interact with uh, Jason's wife, Jordan, more than anything else. Jordan runs our company. So I, I'll talk to Jordan like fucking five, six times a day. I'll see Jason if we're not working maybe once a week, maybe yeah, twice yeah. a week or something. Because Jason, you know, and people are like, what? Jay and Silent Bob are always together. I just saw that they went to Ben Affleck's wedding together <laughs> and stuff. Um, yes, uh, we, we do see each other frequently and whatnot, but the person that Jason spends the most amount of time with is his daughter, Logan. Um, 
that's the the hidden secret of Muse that you know I've been telling it for a while. I, when we were on the Jay and Silent Bob Reboot Roadshow tour, I got to talk about it every night uh, because it influenced the movie Jay and Silent Bob Reboot and pushed in the direction that we went with Jay, the Jay character being a father. Uh, the real Jay, Jason Muse, is hands down the best dad I have ever encountered in my life. I include in that list my dad me as a dad and if you believe in this shit the lord our god <laughs> as a dad because technically you know when you step back from it he could have been nicer to his son oh yeah you know like i got a daughter i would not let her be crucified no not being judgy be tough. <laughs> just saying <laughs> even for the the reasons that you know he was yeah, yeah. purportedly yeah. doing it yeah like, even if my kid was like dad i gotta do this to save the world i'd be like you know yeah. what let somebody else fucking save the yeah, world yeah. like your hands oh you're gonna put holes in your precious hands yeah you know how long we like i you know i paid good money to keep those hands together <laughs> all throughout your life like so jason uh is an exceptional father. I wish, and I've said this often, that I, Jason was a dad before me. I got a grown-ass kid, my daughter Harley, 23. Um, Jason's daughter, Logan, is seven. If there was any justice in the world, Jason would have been a dad before me so that I could have seen how to properly parent, how to, how to be a great dad. I thought I was a pretty good dad. I, you know, I was like, I'm going to be more communicative than my father was. You know, she's, I'm, I'm going to have a relationship with my kids. She's always going to know what's on my mind and shit. I mean, everybody does. They just have to listen to a fucking yeah. podcast. But like, I, I, that was my thing. I was like, I'm going to have a better relationship with my kid than my dad had with me. And that wasn't like complaining. I just wished that I knew my father better uh, before he left this world. Um, I thought I was doing good by improving that. And then I watched Jason raise Logan for the last seven years. And it's um, it's a, a, a clinic, a humbling clinic in what being a dad truly should be, what being a father truly should look like. Um, think about how entertaining Jason Muse is on a regular basis. Now, imagine you have that built in at your house 24-7, 365, and the show was directed at you. That's what his daughter gets all the time. So when he said to me, I want to do a new podcast. And I was like, oh, okay, interesting. You know, because I'm a guy that don't want to rock the boat. And I was like, we got a brand. We got a strong brand. Chainsaw and Bob get old. Been going on for 12 fucking years. Why do you want to fuck with that? He's like, I'm not fucking with it. I just want to add something to it. I have other things to talk about. And I was like, you? <laughs> I, 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 we, I know everything you have to talk about. And he said, I want to do a podcast called Father's Day. And I was like, huh, uh, okay, why? You want to talk about being a dad? And he's like, yes. And right away, I was charmed by that. I was like, oh, you know what? I get it. Like, all right, I was a dad, and now I'm at, you know, I'm still a dad. Once a dad, mm -hmm. always a dad. But my kid's out of the house. Harley, 23, she owns her own house and shit. My child rearing uh, days are behind me, and, and that sounds fucking horrible, that term. But, uh, you know, I'm done raising kids. Jason's still in the thick of it. You know, he got fucking decades more of this shit to go. So the premise is like uh, Father's Day with Jay and Silent Bob is uh, us, I guess, talking about being dads. Yeah. Um, tell them about you being a dad, man. Tell them yeah. about your relationship with Logan. <clears throat> Uh, I will, 
I'll just start with, um, sorry, this is awesome. It's going to take me a sec to, to get in the swing of things, but I'm very excited about this because like Kevin said, we've done Get Old Forever, um, but we, we've done it live um, and it's been a while since we did it consistently and I'm very excited about hopefully we you know I don't know what we've decided if we'll do it weekly or what have you um but this, this will awesome. be able to do more consistently yeah, whereas yeah. Jay and Silent Bob get old was a live show yeah so we did it when venues would have venues us. would have us yeah. and you know at a time we were like banking rocking the shows and stuff but yeah. like at a certain point that show is so confessional and, and so personal hmm. that it's like you actually need some time to go live a life to be able to come back and yeah. talk about it on a show like we would go on tour sometimes do like 15 dates in a row and like by date seven jason's like i don't have anything left to talk about yeah yeah yeah. and then the, then we open with material about like so we were just in another town last night doing this exact same thing yeah. and then we drove here and that's all that's happened yeah and luckily sometimes things would happen on the road so that right. that made it uh, a little bit to talk about that and I feel like this will be the same thing, but I feel like uh, going back, uh, I'll start with what I what I think's great uh, for anyone that doesn't know. Um, I don't think I've ever talked about this, but uh, you know, I'm 48 now. Logan's seven and a half, uh, or so about seven and a half. Um, is you know, I was almost 40, uh, and I remember uh, my for 40th birthday was coming up, probably three months before my 40th birthday. Um, and I remember talking with my wife. My wife, uh, you know, is 13 years younger than I am. And at the point I was, you know, we had talked about it a couple of times, but we, we weren't ready. And then when I was about to be 40, I was like, man, I don't think uh, I'm ever going to have kids, man. It was something I've always wanted. Um, you know, even when this I was is true. Yeah, yeah, you were always talking about having kids. Even when you were a kid, you were talking about like having kids. You were mm -hmm. always interested in it. And that probably i'm no fucking armchair analyst but it, you you had an unorthodox childhood to say the least you could listen to jay and silent bob get old and over the course of hundreds of episodes and hear jason's uh life story and stuff the first six episodes like encapsulate oh, yeah. his life story but jason uh, of course like all of us had a dad but he didn't know his dad you know who your dad not at all yeah still no. to this day never even seen a picture of him so so yeah. you grew up without the 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 central male role model like yes. who who raised you all women so i was raised uh but mainly by my grandmother my aunt and my mom but my mom would you know uh, the first couple of years she was sober took care of me and then she would get strung out on she was a, a drug addict um and then my grandma would take care of me for a year you know a year two years my mom would get better. I'd go back, live with her for a year. Then she gets strung out, and I'd go back with my grandmother. Uh, another time, I went and lived with this random family because my grandma was uh, too ill to take care of me. And then eventually, I went back with my mom, and then my mom went to jail. And then I went and moved in with my aunt, my Aunt Alice. So mainly, I was around women, all women. It was my grandma, my aunt, and my mother. And none of them, uh, my grandma's uh, husband had passed, uh, before I was born, or while I was um, my mom, uh, my dad, I never met, and my aunt had a husband, but he didn't live with. It was a very weird situation. It was a weird dynamic. Yes, as he, Bud White. Right? Yes, Bud. Yeah, and he had his own apartment, um, and, but he'd come over constantly, and they'd hang out and stuff. 
but you know he wasn't around like uh you know to Mr. like show you how to be a, like uh, yeah. a, a, to be a male role model to, yeah, to just not at be all. a dude in the house how weird to be like he may have cracked the code, right? Like where yeah. he's just like, look, we're married, but I don't have to live with her. No, yeah. Is I'm going to live someplace else and that way I can come over and date her still. And so interesting. Yeah, they, he'd it's come It's a weird over, dynamic that and worked. And they would sit at the kitchen table. There's the the, the kitchen table uh, was, you know, in the kitchen, uh, but it was there was the two windows facing the street. And no lie, my aunt would sit there from when she woke up to, to when she would go to bed. I mean, she'd have to run errands, do normal right. stuff. But for the most part, that's where she'd hang out. And he would come over and sit at the table with her sometimes they'd go in the living room and she'd sit in her chair she had um and he would sit on the couch how old do you think they are at this point uh this is i mean they were playing uh my grandma was 87 i saw when she passed and after that i lived with her so i mean my aunt had to be in her 60s and then to the, her 70s and same with him but uh, so what do you think the story let's extrapolate do you think the story was because this is the writer in me is just like mm -hmm. okay he cheated on her she found out and she was like you get the fuck out bud white but she wouldn't divorce him and so he spent the next 30 years like this way with her where she was like you can come into the kitchen you can come into the living room but she's like you're never gonna touch this fucking pussy ever again <laughs> bud white yeah you know i they i don't I don't. Uh, I don't know if it was that as much as you know. I, I realize now as we're talking about it. You know, my aunt never had a bed. She didn't sleep in a bedroom. So I almost feel like it was. It was out of convenience for where their their living situation. I don't know why she didn't want to leave. Maybe because my grandma was downstairs. I mean, until she passed. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe yeah. she was staying there for your grandma yes and bud white's like i won't fucking stay in this because house. my brother lived in the other there's two rooms bedrooms in the house upstairs it was a duplex mm -hmm. downstairs one bedroom my grandma lived in upstairs was two bedrooms my brother lived in one and before i moved in it there was a second bedroom but it was it was storage all storage she for some reason she didn't want to live in there stay in there so and it was it was pretty tiny actually um, she mainly slept on the couch. She slept in her, sat in a chair, and then would sleep on the couch. I think we're piecing um, it together. I think she was there for your grandma. Yes, and didn't want to leave. They, I think and they Bud got married. White was like, "There's only so far I'm willing to go in this marriage. Yeah. Living with your mother-in-law, I'd rather stay at my own apartment." Yeah, because I believe. Did she ever go over to his place? Yeah, I, I don't not not. I know she'd go over maybe to like see him and do stuff, but not hang out there. He would that hang was out. probably the they booty, hung that out was lot. the booty call. She yeah. would never oh, do probably, it. Probably you're probably. right. Probably she would never do it at the house. Mm -hmm. She's like, I always got to be seen at the kitchen table. But and when you, she went over to Bud White's fucking sex palace bachelor yeah. pad, and, and you shit. know where he lived? He lived above Bart, Bart the barber. Bart the barber, kids uh, in our hometown of Highlands, was a figure of fascination uh, to not just the folks of the town, but particularly the kids. Bart had been in the service, I believe, if I remember correctly, and uh, maybe had, you know, stepped on a grenade, whatever. He had lost one of his legs. Yeah. But he was a barber. 
So it fascinated people because they're like, that's Bart the one-legged barber. Yeah, yeah. Because I guess the rationale was Do you know the saying? Do you know the little quote for him? What was it? Bart blew a fart and blew his leg apart. (laughs) Is that the secret origin? That's what happened? I'm like, I think he had it. He got his leg mortared off. You're like, no, no, no. Bart blew a fart. It's so crazy. I remember that. But as kids, you'd run around and be like, yo, there's Bart. Bart blew a fart and blew his leg apart, you know? (laughs) And Bart's just like, you use the term blue twice in that. Be better writers. Um, So he lived above Bart. Yeah, he did. He lived in the apartment. So Bart's uh, barbershop was downstairs. And I I just remember that. And then years later, he moved into Patek Towers or whatever, the the nursing home on the back. Elderly folks live in Highlands. And he lived there for years. Um, How wild, man, that fucking like, that was how you were raised. Yeah. And yet you turned out to be an amazing dad. The correlation must be that like, you know, you were like, I'm going to be what I never had mm-hmm. for the kid. Was that ever a conscious thing or just an unconscious thing? Like, did you ever have a moment where you're like, I'm, since I didn't have a dad or a father figure, I'm going to be like an amazing yeah. father figure. Well, in a movie, in the movie of your life, that's a scene yeah. where you have a conversation with yourself or with the kid. Did you ever have that moment? Flashback to years later. Yeah. Yes. Well, <clears throat> definitely. I, my, I remember that a big thing for me was I knew I never wanted to have a kid before i was settled like i didn't want to have a kid with someone i wasn't married to or have a kid uh if i wasn't financially okay even you know I don't think you didn't want to replicate the situation yeah. your mom yeah put, put you in. that was a big strong thing and that's why again i feel like uh you know i didn't plan on i i me, mean that that's why i was almost 40 when we had finally got pregnant with logan which is insane considering like the amount of uh, you know with all due respect the amount of fucking sex that you've had prior to even meeting mm. jordan that there aren't at least 20 <laughs> children of yours somewhere out there but you're right he he waited a long ass time and found uh, a woman an exceptional woman who runs our company um but he didn't find her that way it wasn't like she was running our company it yeah. was like hello um <laughs> uh jordan because she has such poor taste in men fell in love with jason and benefited us both yeah because she was like a ucla kid like business major and shit and she was married to jay at a certain point and you know she was like well my fate is tied to his fucking fate mm-hmm. if he don't eat i don't eat i'm gonna make sure he, he fucking eats and whipped his shit into shape, you know, and fucking brought in her mom, Goose, who like cleaned up Jason's financial record and, and whatnot, uh, gave him credit. Oh, yeah. Good credit yeah. for the first time in his like, life. All the adult shit that he passed by when he was in, you know, fucking in the throes of drugs when he was younger and stuff. So she did whip him into shape and turn him into like a grown ass man, as much of a grown up as he could be, because he's still got like a kid's heart and whatnot, <laughs> which is part of what makes him such a great dad. But when they had their kid, which was like April 1st, mm-hmm. tw- uh, well, seven years ago. So what is it? Tw- uh, 2015? Is that yeah, 2015. Um, it was like a major life shift uh, in our world because, well, A, suddenly Jay was responsible for a human being. Um, and everyone was like, what's that going to be like? You know, because Jay historically has had times where he's not the most responsible person in the world. And when you think of Jason Mewes, the first th- thought that comes to your head is not like great dad. So 
the whole our whole world like stood by going like what's this going to be like and everyone was blown away you know at how jason rose to the occasion i'll never forget we were shooting jay and silent bob reboot and we hadn't seen ben uh affleck for a long time mm -hmm. he'd kind of fallen out of our lives and vice versa and that movie was a reunion of sorts and he came out to new orleans where we were shooting to do the big holden chasing amy sequel scene in the movie he's exceptional in, in that scene he's fantastic um when he was on set he would not stop talking about jason he was just like fucking muse man like do you see like he's fucking like married and like his wife is like a normal person and he fucking he's got a kid and the kid's like great and he's like like last time ben had paid attention jason maybe wasn't in the the best yeah, yeah. place or whatever and and ben had always been very you know supportive and 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 super friendly with jason he put him in rehab a few times back in the day jason went to work with ben on his first movie gone baby gone you were with him the whole time right? yeah yeah in boston yeah he's jason lived in, in this house which is my house which i bought from ben years ago but even though i've lived in it for 20 years and he only lived in it for less than a year we still call it ben's house uh jason slept in ben's house long before i ever did before i slept in my own house uh it, it, you know he's had a tight bomb with the guy over the years and stuff so but the you know ben was gone for like the almost the better part of like 10 years mm. and then when he checked back in you know on the reboot shoot he met an entirely different jason muse that he was gushing about the whole time and particularly the parent thing being a dad You're like did you see how fucking good he is with that kid if he was ben was interested in like us as parents and i think that's yeah. because he too is a parent and that's like a part of our lives that we didn't share when we all like kind of went our separate ways i think i'd already had harley but yeah harley was on yeah, jersey exactly. girl and stuff like that but like he was fascinated by harley too he's like oh my god man she's like fucking smart and she's a really great actress and blah 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 and i was like oh yeah, yeah. She, she turned out well like he would sit there and have conversations with her and be like she's fucking oh, yeah. smart and then he was just fascinated and and delighted by like where jason is in life or was when we were shooting it uh, back in 2019 but is still today so i honestly feel like that's probably why we got invited to the wedding um ben and jen got ben and jennifer lopez got married recently and you know uh, one day through a very you know complicated like standby for email and yeah it, we got these invites to to the wedding and that uh, we didn't know there was going to be one we, they got married in vegas and and so i was like right on they're that's it they're yeah. done but uh, jennifer wanted to have like a day where they celebrated with friends and family and stuff so they, they put together this second wedding and um we got invited and you know the the real it was it was like oh my god this is great our boy he's getting married and blah 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 and, and and then you look at the invite and it's like you know formal white formal attire yeah yeah <laughs> and i'm like white formal attire what do you mean and it means that everybody is going to be wearing white has to wear white in order to attend like it's mandatory and so i was like oh man 
I'm going to look like the fucking Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. At best, Colonel Sanders, <laughs> you know, or at, at worst. Um, and then, ultimately, I think I looked more like a Backstreet Boys member. It was great. Yeah, you look good. It was, uh, it was, uh, it, you know, I, I was fretting the outfit. Uh, him, he wasn't, because he fucking could dress in anything and stuff. And Jordan knows how to dress Jason. Mm-hmm. Um, but me, I was like, I'm oh, fucking this. I'm just completely fucked. Jennifer fixed me though. She saw saved my day because my wife Jennifer, not Ben's wife Jennifer, because uh, she was like, just have you know. She, I was getting a stylist because I was like, I, I don't know how to fucking buy a white anything. Yeah. And uh, Jennifer's like, just tell the stylist to cut your pants into jorts. And I was like, oh, that would be yeah, that'd That'll make work. me more comfortable. Mm-hmm. And goddamn it, if that wasn't like the the fucking thing that most people picked up on like the picture i posted an instagram picture and picture on twitter and it wound up going to a bunch of articles and yeah. stuff and um that's what everyone talked about was like he wore a customized version of his familiar jorts and shit i was like thank you well, thank you Schwabach. and the vest looked good too it was good it, it, i think i think the outfits look good i think it turned out good but i felt the same way i was like i don't know well every part of me is just like wait i gotta go to a place like this ain't happening in Los Angeles. Yeah. We got to fly to Georgia, and then we got to take a second flight to Savannah, and then I got to wear special clothes. Like this feels like Catholic school. Like I haven't lived my life this way in decades. I've gone out of my way to build a life where I could wear fucking jorts and and you know dress like a fucking twelve year old forever and not do anything I don't want to do or not go wherever I don't want to go. But you know, is our boy, and we love him, and so you know. We, i've got skin in that relationship game because i was there when they got started and stuff so i was like you know like jennifer was just like look bro it's about kevin smith like 24 7 365 let it be about somebody else for one day it It is hard it's hard to i realize it's that's what i feel like my last two weeks have been like to me it's i realize how hard it is to do things non-stop and again i i get sometimes it's i feel like i can adjust my cognitive reframe my mind and stuff but it literally i feel like two weeks the last two weeks has been like you have to do this you have to go here you have to go to this uh, premiere you have to do this Mm. and again we'll swing it back full circle to the kid and i realize it's like that all the time it's so different with the kid i feel like as much as i have to do things for the kid or or um and things i don't want to do it's it doesn't feel the same way like having to get on the bus i wanted to go to the wedding and i was excited i'm so happy i went but like the oh i gotta get on a plane just like you said i had to dress in white but and it it like it really messes with my head um and just like last night even i wanted to go to premiere i think it's awesome i wanted to do the carpet and bring the kid which was amazing adorable beautiful shots of you three on the red carpet i have to go at this time i have to get you know i have to drink dress in a suit because it's this (laughs) think about it it's this simple you were a kid then we made clerks Mm -hmm. and then because of that you got to be a kid forever and kids generally get to do what they want you know they they do what they're told of course but like who's got more freedom than a fucking kid um when our freedoms are infringed upon because we've built these lives for nearly three decades of like utter fucking freedom like i ain't doing anything that i don't want to do i ain't dressing any fucking way i don't want to dress like fuck that that's the other world and shit 
to be presented with a set of options where it's like you have no options yeah like you have to do these things if you want to be involved in this thing or like in the case of like we're releasing a movie so it's like there's a premiere there's a junket yeah you're doing this uh we fly to toronto this weekend to do a show the next weekend the tour begins so we're in a very busy corridor and it's not they're not all things jason would elect to do by choice given his druthers he wouldn't do half of these things so it amplifies the situation by being forced into having to do it too yes and then you're you know people are like yeah but don't you want to do it isn't it fun and you're like yes of course having a premiere can be fun i guess but not the way that like jason's being asked to engage with it if it was just like, hey, show up when you want, do whatever fuck you yeah. want, it'd be <laughs> yeah. great. But it's like, you need to be there at this time. Yeah. You need to be standing with these people. We're going to have you with your family and then push your family out and put you with these uh-huh. people and then yeah. pictures of these people. And then you have to talk <laughs> to these people and you have to do this before you can even just sit down and fucking watch the movie. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it's it, all that shit's an anathema to fucking Muse. And that's mm-hmm. what makes him like a kid. Because when you're like, you know hey we can't do a thing he's like why not yeah <laughs> yeah uh, you know suddenly i don't get it why because he's used to shaping the world to be exactly what he wants it to be but sometimes like it can be worth it you know the whole time we were going out oh, to yeah. the wedding it's like oh man fucking how many flights how many hours to get there yeah where do we have the right hotel room where are we yeah oh my god it's hot in this fucking town i gotta wear i'm gonna sweat through these clothes all of it vanished the minute i saw him standing there smiling it's like a fucking movie man he came up out of like nowhere and uh you know it turns out later on it was like from the boathouse or something like that. yeah yeah and then just sauntered up we're all sitting there like i don't know 100 150 of us or something like that very intimate like nice. i read a lot of reports about all oh, these famous people are going to be there and it, it really wasn't no. it was like matt was as matt and ben and jen were as like as famous as it gets yeah. it was more family and friends and stuff <laughs> hey man let me just jump in here for a sec to remind you jay and silentbob.com ladies and gentlemen you want to buy anything clerks related anything jay and silent bob related anything kevin smith related go to jay and silent bob dot com now back to the show so he sauntered up looked like like a fucking movie star from the you know from the 40s like a super tall Cary grant who was already tall uh or humphrey bogart like he had the the white jacket with the black pants tux thing mm-hmm. And he ben, Ben's got full beard, and he looks like a grown ass man, but he's still got boyish face and sparkle in his eye and stuff. And you know, I've said a few times that we've seen Ben over the course. I met him when we were auditioning for Mallrats, my second movie and stuff. So twenty seven years I've I've known Affleck, and you've known Affleck, mm-hmm. and you know we've watched him go from like fucking hey it's Ben to like Jesus Christ that's fucking Ben Affleck yeah, yeah, worldwide yeah. movie star and shit. And over the course of those years, you know, uh, you have joys and you have uh, sorrows and whatnot. And and um, thankfully, the rarefied air that we get to breathe in, in this industry, there have been a lot more highs, you know. And so I've seen Ben be happy is my point. Um, you can see it yourself when he won an Oscar. Fucking it, it's look up happiness in the definition. And there's the physical 
representation of it where Ben and Matt are holding their Oscars and try, breathlessly trying to get through their speech, their thank you speech and stuff. Pure joy. Uh, take all the happy moments I've ever seen that dude have. And all the times he's, he's ever laughed so hard that you knew he was in, enveloped in joy in that particular moment and stuff because he's got a great sense of humor. If you can get him laughing, you feel like a real accomplishment and stuff. Take all the joy I've ever seen on that motherfucker's face or he ever exemplified in this lifetime doesn't touch the joy that was on his face when he i'll never forget he stood up he stood walked up stood in place and just seemed like the buddha serene joy on his face like a man who's lived a life who went through some shit learned some shit grew and suddenly was about to be you know spoiled with the reward that he worked so hard for like he grew up to get to this moment and look at him looking at jennifer coming down the aisle who was absolutely fucking breathtakingly beautiful um the whole wedding was fucking gorgeous she's got exquisite taste but looking at him look at her bro made me ashamed of like you You're know alive. i gotta step up my game yeah <laughs> and like i really like i was like i gotta fucking i gotta yeah show that now you know i probably did back when we got married like yeah. 23 mm -hmm. fucking years ago but like it was inspiring like it would have it would have made the most cold-hearted cynic believe in fucking true love where yeah. you're like look at them they have a fairy tale ending to a three-act story and the ending of that story we're standing here at the end of it and the beginning of the brand new story which is like them getting to do what they wanted to do 20 years ago, like start their lives together. And they have the kids too, which we'll get back. <laughs> yes, yeah, Father's Day. <laughs> yes, Father's Day. And, but again, he was, he talked a lot about the kids. The kids the were wedding, a huge thing. A big part of it and stuff. And I, and I think that's uh, also for- uh, it, was, like it was beautiful. They worked them into everything. into everything, into yeah. the vows, into the ceremony. The kids were a big part of the, of the thing. And it was, we had a conversation at the, wedding me and muse where he was like that's what like that's what i would do like i would definitely have my kids involved and shit like that i remember jordan's like you're not getting divorced <laughs> he was like no I, i'm not i would yeah. never but <laughs> if i was in that situation yeah. um but that's when he was like uh, we were at ben's wedding um at the reception afterwards and stuff when jay was like i want to do a podcast and i'm like right now <laughs> i don't think ben would appreciate yeah, that right. i think all the attention should be on the bride but i'm game <laughs> you know every saga has a middle age this is what happens to jay and silent bob get old and everyone at the wedding's looking at us like what the fuck's going on with your jersey friends uh he was like no when we get home i said what's the podcast gonna be about and he's like about being a dad i want to call it father's day and I, the, I my addition was like can we add with jay and silent bob and he was like mm -hmm. i guess so yes. that's what i brought to the table um but he promised me that like you know uh, early on if you listen to jay and silent bob get old like i was the host of the first uh, six episodes and telling jay's story and he was kind of co-signing it and then on episode seven which was like when we the first episode we ever did where we ran out of content and shit, yeah um you know there was no storyline it was like we have to figure out what the show is now it was in front of a live audience and i remember like passing the ball to jason and he just <laughs> dropped the ball where i was like what do you think and he goes i don't know yeah it was yeah. <laughs> and i'm like in front of all these people yes. i'm like you better fucking know yeah, something so I after the that. show i i told him i was like look I, i'm never doing that again with you if you 
fucking if I throw you the ball and you just stare at me dumbfounded like a fucking dog looking at a Ferris wheel or something like that. You need to you need to always have material yeah. in your back pocket. So Jason started re- keeping things written down in a notebook so that no matter where we were doing a show, he would have it on stage and he could always bring it up. It infected his real life because he would just mm-hmm. carry it around, be in fucking social gatherings mm-hmm. and fucking like when there was a lull in the conversation, <laughs> leaf through it and be like, did you know that the other day I had an interesting uh, uh, interaction on an airplane? And people were like, uh, do tell, Jason. So back then there was always a fear of like, you know, oh, is he going to have any content? Like before we do every live show for years, I would always be like, do you have something to say? Do you have, do you have a sex story? Do you have a drug story? Do you have an opening material? Do you have some banter, some chit chat? And always like making sure that his fucking guns are loaded before we go out on stage. Him at Ben's wedding was completely different. This, This wasn't a guy who was, had to be goaded into something. This was a dude who was like, you know, I've known Jason forever, longer than I've uh, known Ben, obviously. And I I can read him like a book. And, you know, Jason's adorable when he wants something. He's omnipresent when he wants something. And so suddenly it was like, oh, he wants this. I recognize this version of Jay. This is something that he Mm -hmm. wants. Like most times I'm like, Jordan's probably pushing him into this. Mm -hmm. But you seemed very, very passionate about the idea of us doing a podcast. Um, I was going to sneeze where you talk about fatherhood mm-hmm. particularly well it's def- a lifestyle which is, yeah. smells to me like a lifestyle podcast this sounds <laughs> this smells very goopy to me it, like fucking Gwyneth Paltrow like next you're going to be like can we sell some candles made from my vagina that would be awesome you know my fucking yeah. kid told me last night so we had the premiere last night and um, afterwards I like went out to eat with my kid and her friends and stuff at swingers at like two in the morning and my kid goes, oh, my God. She goes, Logan is so fucking hysterical, man. Like, at one point, Jason was pointing at the poster, and he's pointing to a picture of himself on the poster, and he's saying to uh, Logan, he's going, this guy looks like he would have some poo on his head. And she was like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> And then Jason pointed to a picture of, a, of another man, and he was like, this man has a vagina. And the kid was like, ah, 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 ah. And the fucking... Harley was like, how come you never joke like me like that with me when I was a kid? I was like, what told you that men had vaginas? What's that all about? She just loves the words, right? She, well, she loves, I I don't know why I have this thing where like, it because, it, you know, for a while there was the whole, you know, which again is is an awesome, the process of seeing her as a baby and, and learning things and learning to talk and all that. But, you know, it, there was a period where she was like, you know boys have penises and girls have vaginas and stuff like that <laughs> like that checks you know, out the the yeah, end and the, and, the t- and you know the school she goes to they really said hey look you know you don't want to call it uh you know your your wee wee your private part or your or you, yeah, anything like that because you don't uh, you don't want her to get confused if someone you know i stigmatize stranger, that for later on yeah and stranger anything like or that. somebody's like do you want to see my penis and yeah. they're like i don't know what that is yeah exactly so makes um, sense and makes so sense. Uh, so one day i was joking with her and i was like hey we were i was washing her in the bathtub and stuff i was like here take the washcloth and i said 
clean your penis. And she goes, <laughs> I don't have a penis. <laughs> and then I said, I know, I know. I said, all right, well, I'm going to go to the bathroom and then I'm going to wipe my vagina. <laughs> and she goes, you don't have a vagina. And she really loved it. So now every once in a while, I'll joke with her about that. And The school's going to pull you in for a conference on. going like, we went out of our way to use proper terms so as not to confuse the child. And you were literally telling her she has a penis and that you have a vagina. <laughs> no, I waited till, I waited till it was, it was like melted um i guess what would it be uh, molded in her head that she knows a boy has a penis <laughs> yeah you didn't you didn't fucking <laughs> shatter <laughs> her like a grow her in a skinner box you're like let's just f- see what happens if we tell this kid the whole time like her mom <laughs> yeah. mommy's told me i had a vagina what's going on you keep saying yes. you know what i mean so no i waited till she really uh knew and again and she does and she's more i'm not the one that started the poop thing but she for she loves the poop emoji like if she ever grabs my phone she'll be like hey i want to text mommy real quick and she just texts a poop so again what do you think that it's just naughty it's just like the edge that's where you could see the you in her because i think like the older she gets the more and more she looks exactly Mm -hmm. like blonde jordan yeah 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 but and and she's very smart and she can speak fucking french and all of that speaks to jordan more so than Mm -hmm. jason not saying Jason's not smart, but like he barely knows the English language, yeah. let alone another <laughs> language. Um, but where I see you is the fucking like, you know, poo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like sh- you're the fun. You know, it's it's funny. It seems like the kid's always going to be caught in a crossfire between doing the right thing like her mother does. Oh, and I, I don't mean like being a good person, but like, you know, Jordan's fucking real smart and, and just capable as fuck like uh-huh. we are where we are our business would be dead uh-huh. we wouldn't have a jane son bob reboot or clerk's fucking three left to our own de- devices me and jason um jordan is like truly the brains beyond yeah. the operation so that is definitely going to be on display that clearly she's a smart kid but she's also going to be crafty like her old man oh yeah she's, she's so that's st- the combo the smart and fucking crafty which makes her practically lex luthor at that point. <laughs> she, she does she she won't lie which is great she won't lie to her mom so it's like she has this uh, she's like i'll know, lie to this ass yeah, no because he lies him. to me about having a vagina she'll try to manipulate like she i could see her like craftiness of manipulating like with me and then she, like her mom will come in and she'll be like okay i did eat the candy bar you know but with me she'll be like well i only had one piece and she like will hide it and i'll be like are you sure you only had one piece she's like yeah and then like i'll see that she meant like really she broke it in half and had that one piece of the, the one half. giant piece exactly but like with her mom she's see, like all right mommy i only had one quarter of a piece which is a smaller piece. she's it's she's more morally rigid <laughs> with jordan and with yeah. you she's like oh, you know dad cuts corners uh, i cut corners yeah 100%. <laughs> And it's, it's very it's it's amazing and and again it's the whole thing i've realized is you know from when we found out again i was uh, you know i was almost, i was turning 40 and i was like man i'm not gonna have a kid this is a real bummer and then you know jordan being like all right let's try i was like can we try so when i hit 40 you know if if it doesn't happen by the time i'm hitting 41 i get it but let's try while i'm 40. so we tried and that we got you know we really lucked out i I don't know if it's luck or whatever but 
within like two months, three months, you know, we found out she was pregnant um, after trying, after she got off birth control and started, you know, take doing this and doing that. Back in um, 2014. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and yeah, and, and it was in, within like three months, which was amazing. Um, and then it's like, but again, the, the whole process, um, which I'm sure most people have gone, well, I don't know about everyone, but maybe I have a little bit more panic. Jordan tells me all the time, my helicopter dad and, and panic and, and worry about everything. But every every appointment at the doctor's beforehand, worried like, I hope, you know, the sonogram, everything goes right and everything. And then when I hope, uh, you know, when she was born, I was hoping everything, uh, hearing and eyes and all that stuff, of course. And then every little move. Um, but again, it's like I tr I've been getting more at ease and trying to be at ease because, you know, what I'm learning is if I'm anxious, the kid feels that and oh, she gets yeah. anxious um but again it really you know you hear people say it changes your life and it really has for me in the sense of like i said like if i have to do something i don't want to do and it's for something for my if jordan's like i need you to go drive and pick this thing up and i planned on streaming or whatever um i'll be like man my brain was ready to stream and now i have to go do this thing but if she's like hey i need you to go pick up logan's birth certificate for something um i'll be like all right i gotta go no. you know so it's it's very interesting uh and that's just how i feel and and so it, it's it's been awesome so much so that you know i've been sort of egging on like you think maybe we should try to have another one and we've there's been discussing no, it there's no way on earth your lady would agree to have a second child. I, I remember she was like, you had to talk her into the first one. Mm -hmm. um, and she's an uh, exceptional mother, but like, she, yeah, she was kind of like, uh, I mean, she was young. Right? Yeah, like yeah. Fucking, you, how old were you? So, so I, I was four, turning 40 and she's 13 years younger. So, so she, she was like was, 27. She was like, yeah. bro, these are my fucking fun years. Yeah. You really think I want to be sad? And I had asked kid? her like a couple of years before that one. Cause again, she was like 25, like 25 and she's like, well, look, I'm 25 and, and all that. And, and we were traveling a bunch with the podcasts and all that stuff. She's like, I'm just not ready. So, and then again, two years later, three years later, I was about to hit 40. It's a miracle so, yeah. that she gave you one kid. So I yes. think you should count your blessings and fuck it. There's no, a knowing Jordan as I know Jordan. And, and yeah. again, I fucking talk to Jordan like literally every day, multiple mm -hmm. times. There's, and, and allowing for the fact that of course, yes, you know her a little better than me being that you're married. <laughs> I, there's no way that she would agree to having a second kid. I don't know. Why she's been talking about? Well, you know, I'll tell you what. You know why? Because you know we've discussed it, and it. Believe it or not, we found out something interesting. As a woman, when you turn thirty-five, mm. when you hit the age thirty-five or older, you're considered geriatric for for giving birth because you know I guess that's right that because age, that's yeah. late late in the which is very interesting but how how weird so. to be like 35 and somebody's like you're old exactly and senior and was, citizen fuck <laughs> get on that bus the scat bus yeah so so that being said like we, you know we found that out when she was doing one of her checkups regular doctor's appointment uh, gynecologist appointment um but so you know I, she's like all right like if I were going to try we we probably should try now so We've been, you know, trying to work on a little bit and a little this and that. We have sex once uh, every three months. And no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but we we have. We've been trying. Uh, we've been trying, and she's uh, she wants to try, um, and we're gonna give it a shot uh, right now. For you know, at this age, 35. If it doesn't happen, we're gonna 
you know we'll see I, I don't know how what the deadline is how many how many months we'll let it try to happen wait so the point of this podcast is you want to talk about ha trying to have another baby nope the point of this podcast is that we are having another baby what Yes, sir. Yes. Are you fucking kidding? Nope, nope. Sorry. Okay, I was gonna try to let it build up and on, but I, yes. Uh, so Jordan and I have been trying for about three, four months, and we found out she's pregnant. What? Woo! Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So you know, this is why. Are you fucking serious? We're having number two, brother. Yeah. Are you? Are we really doing a podcast, or is this like we? Is this no, your no, weird I, way I, of telling I, me that you're having another kid? It is. It, I'm sorry, I started getting. I actually started getting emotional because I realized I am telling you for the first time. But she's pregnant. That is unbelievable! Holy fucking! Sh look at this. Yes, sir. My man is fertile, and more than fertile. F uh, fucking way to flip the script. Like there's no the woman I know. There's no way she was gonna fucking consider it and now you're having two well we again logan honestly it's been so it's so it's been so awesome with logan um and holy it, fucking yeah. shit bro we got number two man number two so everyone um jordan's pregnant and we're having our second and uh when yeah. did you find out we found out uh it was about three weeks ago or so about three or four it was about three weeks a month again time has has been compressed because we've been traveling and such and and my meanwhile jordan's been building the tour and fucking finishing the movie and stuff like that yes sir so um holy shit i love it bro so that's what i want to talk about that's what we're gonna continue to talk about because eventually we're gonna get to find out the sex of the baby Oh um God. and hopefully we could talk about that on here bro look and i'm gonna stop i'm gonna put pin in it right there and be like i'm very i'm I'm beyond thrilled for you this is ex fucking ecstatic uh, I'm, as a person as a friend like oh my god you're gonna have another kid this is amazing but i gotta tell you as a fucking podcaster i'm very impressed by this well, thank you, you just gave us like structure thank you like thank we you. now we know we get at least nine months out of this fucking podcast right and yeah. then you got to raise that kid so that too and you're still raising another kid so we got like content galore it ain't like fucking you know uh, you, you'll never be like uh, i ran out of sex stories because <laughs> yeah. now you've got like a waterfall of content kid stories seven years worth of logan plus whatever logan keeps doing yeah and I would suggest that we bring Logan onto the show. Definitely. That every would be week. awesome. Uh, Just to have her talk about poo or vaginas yeah. or fucking penises. That'd be <laughs> well, so definitely fun. Definitely for, for, for anybody who listens for the first time and they haven't seen or know Logan, it, it'll be fun to to hear her. And she'll probably have a blast. She Again, she's starting to, she still gets shy of certain things, but she's starting to, to love the idea. Some <clears throat> There's been a couple times where someone will will take a picture of me while we'll, we'll her and I will walk in. She'll be like, Daddy, why do they want a picture of you? I was like, well, you know, I tried to explain a little bit, mm. but then we were at one of the like school events and one of the like other parents, like a friend that there wanted a picture. And then the kid that she knows from school that, that was her age, she's in school, it was like, wait, why does my daddy's friend want a picture? And Logan's like, well, because my daddy does movies. <laughs> and, and so she's starting to get it a little bit. She, was, she seemed very comfortable at the premiere, not like terrified and hiding behind you guys. She was like, yeah. she's a girly girl too she you can tell she's oh, like i yeah. like dressing up and makeup and shit 100%. so i think she was like kind of into it but yeah i 
I look, she's your kid, so she's going to be forward facing. Like, yeah, no, there's she... going to be a time where she likes to be the center of attention. Um, and it's a lethal mix with her because she's a, a pretty kid, so she's yeah. probably going to be yeah. a pretty fucking teenager, but she's a pretty person who wants to be the center of attention. Yeah, girl, you, yeah, oh no, <laughs> <laughs> well, Sam, this is where I'm wondering again, like, you the parenting of it all. For me, it's like so much between what Jordan and I, the difference and trying to learn because it is like certain things she'll, I'll be like, that's like, for example, she wanted to watch the movie last night. The kid. The kid, Logan wanted to go, guys, we did the Clerks premiere uh, and she did the carpet and then I brought it, I was like, right, she's in the home. movie too. She's yeah. in a scene in the movie. And so for me, I was like, you know what? I want her, I want her to see the movie because I think she'll enjoy seeing all of us, seeing herself. Right. But I was like, and uh, the curse words, I, I don't care so much. They'll fly she, over yeah. head. So I was Unless like, somebody's like vagina, then yeah, she'll be like, I know exactly what that is. Yeah. My dad's got one. He's yeah. got to clean it. <laughs> and so she, you know, so I was like, I, I don't think it's a big, but Jordan's like, no, I don't want. And then other, you know, we weren't sure if even the theater would let her in as a kid that age. So again, these are, this is where I'm like, I'm still learning and, and trying to take, uh, it's interesting, the, the, just the whole process. Well, it's content, bro. Yeah. Like the, I'm telling you, like this is backdoor genius, which sounds exactly as sexy as I meant it. Yeah. Because A, you've given us a concept that has content galore and doesn't stop because yeah. like the stories about raising kids never stop. Aside from all the Logan stuff, now you're going to have all fucking yes. baby number two. And, um, was, and yeah. then like, uh, then it also gives the us a chance to follow your growth. Mm -hmm. uh, and and chart your fucking growth and shifting attitudes as a parent man because if we play like look we got we've been doing jay and silent bob good old 12 years if we were doing father's day for 12 years from now logan would be 19 mm -hmm. which oh, means yeah. we're gonna have all those juicy fucking teenage years where mm -hmm. all she wants to do is fight with you yeah <laughs> <laughs> and date boys and, and you're like this fucking motherfucker Brian, man, who likes my daughter. Uh, yeah. I want to fucking kill him. I'm like, he's 12, bro. And we could go back, listen to this, and they'll be like, oh, listen to the cute little girl and how much she loved her daddy. To, <laughs> yes. to like her being on here. She's like, you know what? I'm back on the podcast, you know, 10 years later. My and father's I hate a this. piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> I used to hate when people would ask him for a fucking picture. <laughs> <laughs> now, when he's sleeping and shit, I rub shit in his face. No more poo. It's poop. She it's shit. Yeah, yeah she's like, I just, I no more fucking cute poo emojis. Look at this. <laughs> I'm rubbing right in his fucking face. Um, she told, I remember she is fucking crafty, bro. She mm -hmm. told uh, Harley, you know, because uh, uh, something that we've talked about on Jay and Silent Bob Get Old, and I'm sure it'll fucking happen. We'll talk about it on Father's Day with Jay and Silent Bob, is, you know, the kid is part of the digital generation. So she mm -hmm. lives with her face in a phone if they would mm. let her and jordan mm. is very strict mm. about like no 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 mm. jason not as strict mm -hmm. and so like sometimes she gets like way the fuck into like mm. watching oh yeah youtube and stuff like that 
she'll sneak on. She'll be like, Daddy, can I play? Ro-? I'll let her play Roblox. So I've downloaded Roblox, and there's this other uh, Toka world, which is fine. I've played with her, and it's e- nothing bad. But I swear I'll walk away to like use the restroom and then make her a sandwich. I'll come back, and sh- I'll see her like messing with the phone. I'll be like, what are you doing? And she won't be able to get out of it in time, and I'll look over, and she's watching YouTube. Now, the good thing is she usually watches YouTube. She'll watch a girl playing Roblox. Right. Or like there's this one person she loves, Cookie Swirl C, right. which, again, is fine. But the problem is, is the darn ads man the ads come in between and the ads are always pointing to something not always but sometimes that i'm not is not may i make a suggestion yes if you buy youtube yes then you don't encounter ads ever ever i'm subscribed to youtube you know it's a fee yeah yeah yeah. but i never see a single ad ever so if you're watching like cookie swirl c if i'm watching cookie swirl c then somebody should investigate me (laughs) as a 52 year old man however if i was watching cookie swirl c it would be an uninterrupted watch because I subscribe to YouTube. Oh, All you have to do is that. Look at me. I'm it. fucking, this yes. is a parenting hack. Exactly. There the you go. elder parent passing it on. And that has nothing oh. to do with parenting. I just knew that. The, uh, the Logan told, you know, so Logan, she likes to get on the phone and we're on yeah. tablets and fucking play. And she told fucking Jennifer, uh, uh, Harley once at the house, she was like, um, uh, mommy and daddy don't want me to be on YouTube a lot, but sometimes when daddy's sleeping, I take his phone and I put it in his face and it opens it up. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, you could do that? That changed my life, bro. Right. Cause I was like, I am now not leaving my phone anywhere when I fucking oh, sleep. Yeah. I'm putting it under a mattress because somebody yeah. could just pick it up, fucking open yeah. my shit up right with my face there. It, it's it's crazy. That's I've that crafty it. Jason Muse thinking. Oh, yeah. Right there, man. She's gonna Jeez. be one to watch the whole time. Now there's two to watch. Oh yes. And you don't even know what the second one's gonna be. Not yet, man. But but again, knowing you the beauty of this. If you're if 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 the universe wants to curse you, two girls because jason and you know i don't mean that because girls are terrible i love having a daughter and shit but jason when he had a daughter like when logan was born he was like i don't know how i'm gonna do it and i was like do what and he was like bro one day some dude's gonna try to date her i'm just gonna want to fucking kill him i might kill a motherfucker i'm like a you got like i don't know 13 years to worry about that b maybe your mind will change over time he's like no and i was like why do you worry so much about this and he's just like because because I've had so much sex. And I'm like, oh, you're suddenly worried about the fucking, uh, the universe coming back to bite you. I don't think so. I've seen thus far, you know, you're laying the groundwork by being an exceptional dad. I'll tell you this much. I feel bad for any boy or girl, whoever she winds up fucking dating because they got to, they got to hold a candle to you. One of the most entertaining people on the fucking planet. Uh, the most like engaged with the kid like jason adores his daughter so like no fly by night like fucking you know hey what's up good looking dude is gonna do it they're she's gonna that motherfucker is gonna have to put on a show 24 7 (laughs) to like because that's what she's being Mm. being uh, been accustomed to and will continue to be accustomed to wow dude fucking this is brilliant I love it. I think we end here so we can give surprises. I know. So what's the next surprise? I think that, well, I don't know. I don't tell now, right? But next time we go, I don't know. We might know know by then. We might know by then. So please tune in next week and find out. It's a good hook. Look at you. You've learned after 12 years. Thank you. I'm just a proud. Look, I know it's called Father's Day. I'm as proud as a fucking dad. Thank you. Looking at you coming up with something that will sustain us. 
like fucking uh we, you know we'll do this here in 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 the house and shit and then after the reboot road uh, reboot road trip jesus I know. <laughs> after the convenience tour which by the way clerks three ladies and gentlemen uh the convenience tour starts on september 4th travels all across this great land of ours tickets at clerks three dot movie or you can see it at the Fathom event screenings September 13th mm-hmm. through September 18th at a theater near you. Uh, tickets at fathomevents.com or at csmod.com. Um, but when the tour is done, when the convenience tour yeah. is done, and I'm done, I think, by Christmas, December or something like that, <clears throat> we can go from being a home show to doing it live. Yeah, no, like it, taking it out into the world and doing it in front of people like get old. And stuff. Yeah, no, I'm very excited, honestly, because I feel like I feel like this is a chance again, because again, with with work, with us traveling um, and just normal, of course, life stuff, we, we do only see each other like once a week. So I feel like this will be uh, us seeing each other, catching up and uh, getting to talk about the kid. Because again, I always there's all this stuff with the kid that I want to talk about, but I don't necessarily you know, you know there's so it, many things that you know what it'll do too but maybe we don't do it as a live show ever because that will like we get old was always live so mm-hmm. we're always engineered to be funny yeah without being conversation as conversational as we could be but there's always periodically every 30 seconds 45 seconds you're like well, we better say something where people laugh otherwise mm-hmm. why are they fucking 100%, here yeah. in a home show you have the beauty of being for far more meditative because you're not surrounded by a bunch of people who you're feeling the pressure that they're not laughing. 100%. We better say something. So it could be if we keep it as a home show that we will get into and find out more about you and your parenting style than we ever have on Get Old because yeah. of the pressure of like, you know, that's nice, but we got to fucking do something funny right here. 100%. Here instead, we could just try to be interested. This is very... Bro, in a million years, you continue to surprise me because... Oh. I never imagined one day you'd be like, I have a lifestyle podcast we could do. Mm-hmm. And bro, we can get rich off a of lifestyle podcast. <laughs> like we didn't get rich off James Allen Bob. Yeah, yeah, no shit, mm-hmm. man. Fucking, we can make that goop money. We can make that fucking, who's the dude who's uh, the vegan dude who DK put me on his podcast? Oh. Um, fuck, I've been on twice. He's a great guy. He makes a fucking bank, bunch like, of bank. Yeah. yeah, because it's called lifestyle. It's like when we yeah, were talking yeah. about Jay and Silent Bob get old. That ain't a lifestyle. No, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. This is talking about being a parent, so you can be like sponsored yeah. by Pampers and shit. Yes, like you yes. might be putting us on that oh fucking gosh. fat corporate seat, bro. <laughs> sponsored by baby food. Yeah, exactly. Baby Ooh. food in general. <laughs> the idea, the concept of baby food. This uh, could be the beginning of something beautiful. I think you fucking stumbled onto it. Maybe this is why we've worked together for as long as we have, waiting for your sheer moment of brilliance. I've carried us this far. Yes. Perhaps your turn. father's day. Yes. will be I the fucking, the, the strong back on which we ride into our geriatric years. I love it. Which apparently is 35. If you're a woman trying <laughs> know, to have a baby, Jesus, it. who knew? Find out all sorts of interesting shit. Just like that kids every week right here on father's day with Jay and Solomon Bob for father's day. I'm Kevin Smith. Jason Muse. Uh, happy father's day, everybody. This has been a Smodco Internet Production. Sip only at Smodcast.com. <laughs>